Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel, and I want to thank you all for listening. And for the regular listeners out there, you're probably wondering, hey, Mike, where the heck you been for the last few weeks? We've been dying for new episodes. Well, I'll tell you where I was. I was out on the road traveling. Imagine that, the host of a travel podcast, on the road, traveling, gathering new podcasts, which is what uh, I did the last couple weeks. I was on a cruise called The Rock Boat, which was uh, a great time, and I recorded this particular episode that you'll be hearing after I'm done rambling, uh, on The Rock Boat with a, a, a nice guy named Matt Bannister who was an employee of Sixth Man, which is the company that throws this floating rock festival for the last 13 years on a cruise ship. And uh, yeah, so it, it was a lot of fun, and I didn't know what to expect. I got the gig. It wasn't a really a gig. It wasn't my gig. It was my friend Graham Elwood's gig. Graham was the guest on our very first episode of the Travel Tales podcast, and uh, he's a comedian and a good friend of mine, and he was performing on this boat as the kind of comic relief and said, uh, Mike, if you can get down here, they gave me an extra cabin. If you can make it to Miami, there's a free five-day cruise in it for you. All you got to do is pay for your own booze. And uh, hey, I like to have a cocktail, but uh, I could control myself. <laughs> free cruise, free food, free entertainment, 30-plus rock bands. Count me in. I didn't know what to expect, and it turned out to be a really, really fun time. I saw a lot of great, great bands, none of whom I knew, really. Uh, the band Sister Hazel, who I'd heard of, they're the, they're the hosts of this event. So those guys I'd heard of, but uh, pretty much everybody else, nope. And uh, I was impressed with all of them. And uh, Matt was a guy that worked, that worked on the... Uh, on the boat. He was working in one of the showrooms and uh, found out that he also does comedy. So we actually did a comedy show. Graham did a show at the end of the ship. End of the ship? No, the end of the cruise the last night. And he let me uh, do about 10 minutes in front of him. And uh, Matt did about five minutes on the show. He's also a uh, budding comedian out of Atlanta. So uh, we all had a good time on the ship, and uh, I hope to do it again sometime. It was really a lot of fun. So a different travel experience for me, and uh, come on, this is a travel podcast. We're all into new travel experiences, and I'll take one where I can get them, especially when they come at the low, low price of free. And uh, while I figured I was going to end up in Miami, and I thought, well, where can I go from Miami? since it is the gateway to Central and South America, flight-wise. And it turns out uh, I found a flight to Honduras. I used uh, one-way American miles, and for 15,000 miles, a low, low one-way price of just 15,000 miles, I flew from L.A. to Miami, had a week layover for the cruise, came back to Miami, went right down to Honduras, where I went scuba diving for a week down there, and that trip cost me just 15,000 miles and five bucks. So when people tell me that travel is so expensive, I tell them these stories. So uh, yeah, all that for five bucks. Now I had to get home from there, and I could have used more miles for that, but I decided to pay pay that. 
I had to get home from Honduras. But that I'll talk about that next week when uh, I play the episode that I recorded in Honduras. But for now, it's Matt Bannister recorded live on the rock boat. And I want to uh, preface this by saying that uh, we had trouble finding a quiet room, which you can imagine considering we're on a boat with uh, screaming people and uh, five or six bands going all the time. <laughs> so... Uh, we found the quietest place we could, which was the chapel on the boat, a little tiny room that, uh, needless to say, went unused that week, <laughs> this little chapel. But there is a loud fan. I apologize for that. Because, of course, it's not as clear as the uh, recording right here in my house with professional microphones and the mixing board. So give me a break. I'm not lugging all that crap in my backpack around the world. I do what I can for you people. If you want to write me, it's Mike at TravelTalesPodcast.com. Our website is, of course, TravelTalesPodcast.com, and you can click on iTunes. Uh, there's a link on the homepage for our iTunes link. Go to that and subscribe. And hey, while you're on iTunes, why not give us a nice rating? That's always a nice thing to do. I've never asked you for money, but hey, I would love a nice rating from you because that boosts our presence, and helps people find the show when they look for travel podcasts. So the more good ratings we have, the better for all of us. Anyway, enough about all that. Let's get on to the interview. It's a quick interview for this show anyway, only about 25 minutes, short, sweet, because, hey, you only had so much time in between rocking out on the rock boat. And now, folks, let's go and meet Matt Bannister on the high seas. Enjoy. So I Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm here with Matt Bannister. What is your official title here on the Rock Boat? My official title here is uh, stage manager of the Spinnaker Lounge. The Spinnaker Lounge. Yes. How many years have you been working on the Rock Boat? Uh, this is my fifth Rock Boat, actually. Fifth Rock yeah, Boat. Fifth how, many, how long have they been going? Uh, 13 years. 13 years. That's amazing. 13. Yeah. How did it... Uh, t- first of all, tell people what the Rock Boat is. Uh, what's the purpose of it, and uh, how long it lasts, and all the details? Yeah, yeah. The Rock Boat is a is a, a, a cruise music festival uh, hosted by Sister Hazel. They came up with the concept. Uh, basically, what we do is we put uh, Sister Hazel and a few other headlining bands, and then uh, go out on the sea for four to five days, depending on what year it is. And they they play music for the fans, and it's just a really really cool experience for people. So that's. <laughs> It's Sister Hazel every year. Yes. Okay. It's their event, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now, Sixth Man is who you work for. Yes. Sixth Man is the production, is production, it a production company. company? Okay. Yeah. Now, do they manage these bands, or how do, how no, do they no. decide who does the rock boat? Um, we have a talent buyer, and uh, and they work with uh, a bunch of you know music talent agencies, and they, they work on coming up with a lineup every year. They try to get, you know, some of, the, some of these people have been on the rock boat, you know, multiple times. Some of these bands, it's their first year, so... Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's different every year. It's uh, it's a good vibe this year. It feels feels like a rock boat. So you know they did a good job. I know it's yeah. four days, and it's amazing because yeah. I'm like I'm. This is the fourth day, 
And we're going to do a little, I'm here with my friend Graham Elwood, who's doing the comedy portion of it, and uh, I'm going to do a little thing on the show tonight, and I understand you are. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I talked to Graham last night, and he asked me if I wanted to do uh, a couple minutes before the set, or before he went on, and I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> as long as I can break away from my stage for a second, I'd love to do it. And you're based in Atlanta? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you perform comedy there a lot? I do. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty new to it, less than a year. Uh, about eight months in, it's going all right. You know? are, you, are all the uh, other six man people going to come out and watch you? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Have they seen you before? They haven't. Uh, yeah, hopefully they they keep quiet and don't heckle too much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm hoping the same thing. <laughs> so, um, talk about six man and how they started and and how they got involved with a boat. Gotcha. <laughs> the way the way I understand it is. Um, the owner of Six Man, he uh, used to manage the band Sister Hazel. Okay. So that is, uh, that's kind of how Sister Hazel got involved with it. Like it was their concept. They wanted to do something for the fans, you know, special for them. So they decided to, to charter a cruise ship and they did a half charter that year. So half the boat was rock boat and half the boat was a regular cruise. <laughs> and, uh, and that was the first rock boat. And, uh, and then uh, the owner of Six Man, he eventually branched off from Sister Hazel. Um, and then he's, you know, started, uh, sixth man as the, the travel company and the production company. Um, and so now, you know, they do the Skinner cruise, uh, the simple man cruise with Leonard Skinner. Okay. Uh, the kiss cruise with kiss, <laughs> uh, uh, see what else do we do this year? We'd have the 311 cruise with uh, 311, right. uh, which, you know, Graham is going to be on as well. So six men doesn't manage these bands. No. They just, they just book the, yep. the trips. Yep. Okay. What is the hardest part about working on a ship like this for four days uh being cut off from everything uh internet's expensive yeah and, and i haven't gotten any internet for four days yeah part of me likes it and it's like oh man it's There's a nice always, break but I'm, yeah. I'm dying to know what i'm missing yeah i'm missing a lot of sports scores and twitter <laughs> feeds and it's uh it lets you know what it was like before all that mm-hmm. you know? But, uh, you know what happened? We all got by. Exactly. We all got by. We survived. We are alive here on the <laughs> yeah. right now. So, yeah. Okay, so you've been doing it five years. Yeah. Um, give, me, give me an idea. i got to have stories as a stage manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your job in terms of being a stage manager, and, and what is the craziest rock boat story you have? <sighs> Let's see. Basically, my job is just to make sure the bands go on on time, uh, make sure they have everything they need backstage uh, when they need it, make sure they're happy. Uh, and that's essentially it. Um, you know, our, our crew, the audio crew, they kind of work around me and they, they're all, you know, so good at their job. I don't even have to tell them to do anything. They just, <laughs> it's like clockwork for them. Uh, so it's great. Um, craziest thing though, man. Is there one band that was just out of control that you had to like, you don't have to specifically name names, but did they give you a crazy request? What did people want backstage? You know, they're actually pretty... It's not like you've heard. Like, yeah. everybody's like, you know, with the spe- special M&Ms or whatever. Like, I've <laughs> never had anything like that. Um, I ha- <laughs> We were joking, because I had one girl yesterday in one of the bands, and she wanted... Uh, she only drinks blue alcoholic drinks, and, like, that, it has to be blue. And, <laughs> and we were all joking about it back there, and she's like... Yeah, I was like, well, what about, you know, Bud Light? That's blue. And she's like, well, no, it's the, the bottle's blue, but the drink isn't blue. It's blue liquid. So, yeah, she needs blue liquor drink, so... <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it was apparently that's just you know how she is, and, and she's she's she was fun. So, yeah. Any bands get too wasted to perform, or do they show up late, or they no, miss their pretty, set? All good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you'd you'd think with you know everybody being on a boat for four or five days, yeah, and you just lose track of time. But yeah, everybody's uh, they're all professional. So. Well, I wonder what what do the bands get out of it? There's like thirty plus bands, mm-hmm. right? 
So are they paid to be here? Are, are yeah. some paid? Yeah. Okay. Or do um, they just get the free room and board and then they get a... Get well, the, my band show. actually played on here last year. Um, you have a band? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sunset Love Affair. Sunset Love Affair. Yeah, and uh, got that plug in there. Do you like Yeah, <laughs> sunsetloveaffair.com. Is it dot com? Uh, it is. Yeah. All right, there you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, we played on here last year, and uh, and we came on for free because um, I was already working too. So like it was you know easy for me to just break away and, and play a show real quick. Um, but yeah, yeah, the bands get paid, um, and then uh, I, I think more than anything they get a lot of good exposure here because with this festival, unlike any other festival, you've got people flying in from all parts of you know. America and some overseas yeah. uh, for this one festival and then you know they like your band and then they fly back home and then they tell people about it so now some of these bands when they go to cities that they've never played before they've already got fans because they played here you know on the rock boat or you know on the scaring cruise or something like that right so that's that's amazing for them how do you decide well how, or sixth man how do they decide which bands make the cut and which ones don't I'm sure a lot of bands want to do it this is a great break for them. It's also yeah. a kind of a holiday, but it's a working holiday. Yeah. Um, I noticed that everybody's kind of like in the same, I guess, genre. It's like yeah. rock, rock, roots rock kind of thing yeah, yeah. like that. So have they ever tried to like shake it up and put like a hip-hop band or something on there? They have, and yeah, they're pretty smart about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they don't want to shock everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, they, they, the way they choose the bands is interesting because, like, you know, not, not all the bands come back every... Like, Sister Hazel's here every year. But, yeah. like, you know, you'll have other bands, like, where they're here two years in a row and then they'll take a year off and then come back, you know, the year after that. Um, you know, it's really just kind of uh, a lot of message boards, uh, you know, like fans, like the Rockboat Passengers, kind of saying, hey, you know, we love this band. We bring them back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, they, they listen to that at Six Man, so, like, you know, they, they bring them back. I've noticed a lot of them tend to be, uh, like, more East, East Coast, maybe from the South. Yeah. Is it, is it uh, do they book it that way regionally, or is it just easier for those bands to make the boat? You know, <laughs> in terms of travel or that's something. That's a great question. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure about that. I'd, I'd imagine it's a lot easier for some of those bands to get down to Florida because we do a lot of sailings out of Miami. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we've got a couple bands on uh, on this cruise actually from from uh, England. So yeah, apparently that's a that, that theory is out of the. Out of yeah, the, but they get to leave England in February yeah, and come sure down here and, and sunburn. <laughs> I'm sure they're cool. <laughs> do um, so you do they all leave Miami or do you do them out of other places? Too? We used to do them out of Tampa also. Okay. Um, We've done a couple out of New Orleans, uh, a couple out of Long Beach, or oh, you have some done done some out of Long Beach. Yeah, not since two thousand nine. Okay, um, but yeah, uh, let's see, yeah, Jacksonville, we did a couple out of there. But yeah, I, I'd say ninety percent of them are out of Miami. Do uh, the bands look forward to it in terms of like this is like summer camp for them? Oh, yeah. They can see their friends and yeah, it, it's uh, especially on the rock. But like, there's a lot of collaborations going on with a lot of the bands because these guys are all old friends, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it's cool because like even on our stage last night, you know, we had uh, we had bands coming up playing with other bands and like you know just it's a big mix of like you know and it's really cool for the fans. Like I'm, I'm sure it's cool for the bands and everything, but like the fans don't get to see like yeah super groups form on stage like that. On a regular basis, and I was watching a pool deck last night with the the Woodstock thing, yeah. and everybody was playing these old cover songs yeah. from the sixties. It was it was great, you yeah. know, these different see the bands in different light. It was yeah. great. That's very cool. Is there? It doesn't seem to be. I don't know what they say, you know, behind closed doors. But is there like a competitiveness between the bands? Like uh, we got a big crowd. We got we did much better last night than they did. We got a much bigger. Yeah, crowd. I don't think so. Everybody seems to get along. You know, right. uh, <laughs> from what I can tell, you know, I'm. I'm 
I don't. I can't speak if like if if there really is any animosity <laughs> between the other bands, but everybody seems to get along really well. Um, which you know, you would think with that many bands being on board, there'd be a little tension. But you know, yeah. it, it's great, man. Yeah, we've never had problems or heard anything like that. So. How many stages are there in all? There's like six, seven, um, eight. Or I don't know how yeah, many. Let's see. This year, there's um. Let's see, let's see yeah, it's I, got, I got the schedule. Stardust, Cool Deck. Let's see. R C D. How many is that? One, be five two, stages. three, four, five. And oh, then then there's the another outdoor covers. one. Yeah. Yeah, so they added that one this year. Six of them. Yeah. Man, just coordinating that, how do you decide who gets what time slot? Because I've seen some, I would think the choice time slots would be like around 9 o'clock after dinner, and those yeah. shows are jammed, and then sometimes during like 5 o'clock when people are showering. Yeah. the way It's I under, tough. The way I understand it is they try to schedule it. Um, every band, you know, usually plays about three times. Um, they try to schedule, they, they do look at dinner times, you know, to, to figure out where to put bands and like there's a lot of you know traffic concerns on the ship like you can't fit everybody in you know the main lounge at mm-hmm. one time so you got to schedule something up against it to kind of spread the people around and it, the schedule is made you know kind of it, it's great because you you have to make choices but like you know every band plays three times so you're going to be able to because they're not we, we make sure they don't play up against the same bands every time like you're not right. going to see Sister Hazel Either play or Will Hogue every time you're not going to have to make that decision every time which one you want to see so yeah I'd gotten through this whole week and realized see this is the last day today and when I hadn't seen uh, Brandy Carlisle yet and I was like yeah. oh, no I haven't I hope and then I look on there oh yeah good she's playing one sure more enough. time <laughs> Woo, that's that a relief yep, yep. Um, do they sell a lot of merch you find in this because they all have to sell their merch in the same place. Yes, it's not like hanging out after the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it after the show just because uh, you know with uh, that would be chaos. Being partnered with the cruise line, uh, it's got to you know there's a there's a formality involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they do really well in the merch department. Yeah, they they uh, a lot of the bands bring you know three T-shirts and you know, a couple CDs and <laughs> and uh, you know it it seems to happen every every cruise. There's one band that's like becomes the buzz band on the ship and like. You know, everybody just heads straight to the merch and, like, buys up all the stuff. And it's like, you know, they didn't expect to sell that much, but, you know, the fans fell in love with that band on this cruise. And so, like, <laughs> it seems to happen, like, at least once or twice a cruise. Who's been some of those buzz bands in the past? Oh, uh, in the past. Let's see. Uh, a couple of the bands that are back on this year. Um, uh, Saints of Valerie. Uh, I can't even remember how they became one of those kind of buzz bands because I don't even know if they've been on here before. <laughs> now that I think... Um, that was one that was, I think it was on the message boards that people really enjoyed. Um, Bronze Radio Return, that, that's definitely one. And Red Wanting Blue. Yeah, I saw the, them last night. Red those Wanting. two bands, actually, were on last year. And people loved them so much. <laughs> so we had to have them back on this year. And, uh, and, and they actually do collaborate a lot together. So you may see them on stage together at some point. So. Do you find some guys get, uh, get pissed when they don't get picked for the... For the rock boat, they call up bands. Are like, hey, what the hell? We did good last year. What's what's up? No, I mean, <laughs> you're speaking to one of them, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. You'll notice Sunset Love Affair is not on the. Yeah, I mean, I keep looking on the schedule. Where are you? Uh, yeah, no, they don't get upset. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's a great honor, you know, for us to have played last year. So I can only say for us, you know, that's that's the way it felt. So I, I would assume the other bands kind of feel that way too, uh, you know, to at least get the chance to get that vacation in, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think everybody just kind of like, you know, sit there and bide their time until they get you know, their, their next chance to get on, and uh, hopefully we get back on, that'd be fun. How are these cruises with 30 different bands and all kind of like, uh, there's no one, I guess Sister Hazel would be the most famous one, yeah. but um, as opposed to like the Kiss one, when there's like super famous dudes and everybody's here to see that one band. 
Yeah. How, how are the crowds different? Uh, crowds are the Kiss crews. Well, first off, they're all in full makeup. Like I'm not talking about the band. I'm the talking people? about like the people. Oh yeah. man, it's uh, yeah. I can't Some imagine. Of them are good man, like detailed and like. Oh yeah. They're walking by. You're like that looks like Gene Simmons. Like, <laughs> and it probably is. He's just. It could be. It could be him just wandering. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you know the Kiss fans like they're they're great, you know, and they love Kiss. Like, they that's do for sure, and it's all ages. I've been to a Kiss show, and, and they've had like you know people bringing their grandkids. Yeah, and they're <laughs> extremely uh, respectful of the uh, the other bands, and like you know they love the other bands. Like you know it's just it, you know there's there's a on the ship you're wanting to find something to do during the days, and like that's what we do is we program you know shows, and like you know like I said like some of those bands even on the Kiss cruise like. You know, they they went on there to see Kiss, and then they ended up, you know, discovering another band on there that they ended up loving. So like, it it, it kind of all works out in the in the favor of you know all the bands that are on board. It just helps. Which is the uh, the crowd that drinks the most? Oh, it's got to be Leonard Skinner group, right? Skinner drinks a lot. Yeah. The Skinner boat. That's got to they got to clean out there. Kid Rock Cruise has a lot of fun. Oh, I bet they have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now uh, the three eleven uh, cruise. How many uh, how many bags of weed make it through customs dude I don't even know <laughs> probably none it's supposed to be none it's gotta be clouds oh, wafting yeah. through the hallway yeah it's uh <laughs> do it really do they it's ever really not, I, like, it, it's not it's has security ever come down on that stuff you can't really I mean they do yeah you, it's, it's uh, you can't really get away with it you know mm-hmm. it's uh they're pretty tight about that and uh you know for a good reason you know you can't be you know getting stupid about it and people but, uh, try to sneak in their own booze all the time people try yeah people try to sneak in booze yeah that that's one thing that you know you'll get confiscated yeah you, they'll find it <laughs> don't try it yeah <laughs> any kind of drugs or alcohol they will find it don't even try it yeah it's it's uh it's difficult to get on you can have plenty of fun during the four or five days without, oh yeah you know trying to sneak anything on so because people always ask when you go on a cruise oh where does it stop and this makes yeah. one stop in an island that you guys own right Norwegian Cruise Line Norwegian I, the way I understand is they own that island Stirrup Key uh, Great Stirrup Key yeah yeah, um, yeah we stopped there uh, all, all the all of these three cruises in a row we're doing uh, Rock Boat 311 and Kid Rock all back to back to back uh, and they're all going to that private island and, uh, and all the bands are going to do uh, all the headlining bands are going to do shows on that island so it's a really cool thing for yeah. fans. Yeah, because when you get a chance to see your favorite band play on the beach, <laughs> like it's it's insane. Yeah, and I know working on a ship because I get seasick. Yeah, I, I've had an easy time this this week, but uh, knock on whatever yeah. this is. The uh, have you had some really rough seas? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I get I get I have problems with it too, and I haven't had any issues on this cruise. Yeah, this one's I, been the last easy. couple actually have been fine. Um, there was a rock boat maybe two or three years ago that got pretty pretty bad in one day. Oh. But like you know, it's not like tossing and turning in the. I mean, it's a know. huge ship. Yeah, it uh, it you know, it balances well. And <laughs> it's nothing too crazy, so it's not like deterring you from wanting to go on a cruise. Like, right, it's, right. You know, it's manageable. <laughs> but like you know, it's only for a little bit, and then it's over. Like we've never had like you know five days of just you know thrown up. Like that's never happened. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you ever had a uh, a band just like not go over? Like you have this book. Everybody seems to be pretty, pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's everybody's really talented in their yeah. own way. I mean, they don't vary too much in terms of styles, yeah. but I mean, it's everybody's really good. Yeah. No. But have you ever had someone just not go over? And people have written in, going, "Hey, maybe not, not that I know of." Yeah. Because <laughs> I think enough thought goes into picking the rosters for these uh, mm-hmm. that that's never going to happen. You know they. They kind of scout it out ahead of time and be like, yeah, these people will dig that. And 
and, it, and it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah. What's the percentage of uh, passengers that come on that maybe they're they're fans of one band and they're really just following them, or they're just here for the boat? They just want to see all of it. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would say like on on the rock boat, it's it's kind of all over the place because like it's it's a good collective of bands as far as fan bases go um some of the other cruises like you know kid rock or something like that you know like they're all there he's, to he's obviously him. the driving factor in that but like you know he like that that roster right there is kind of built around like you know if you love kid rock you're gonna <laughs> love this okay know? so like so how many other bands say on kid rock will there be besides kid rock on that one, I think there there might be fifteen total. Oh, fifteen? I'm not, that I'm many? Hundred percent sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's usually around that many. It's not as many shows as the Rock Boat. There's no, 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 no. It's also I think one day less, maybe. Okay. I think it's only four days. But yeah. Yeah, this one this one was like four and a half days. Yeah. And is it that because there's just so many bands they needed time to get them all yeah, get I them think, all in? I think maybe it was another message board thing. Like people were like, hey, give us more days. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, they gave them more days and you know added more bands because you know you have to you know fill up those days with you know. And gave River Band three shows, uh, but I think everybody definitely got their money's worth. Three shows, that's for sure. <laughs> so this boat only goes right to the the Stirrup Key in the Bahamas and back. Yeah. So what is it doing? Because we don't anchor there. We are floating about. We just go around in circles. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at it last night. Like it got a little choppy here uh, up uh-huh. in front of the ship where we're at right now. And uh, I looked out the window, and we weren't going anywhere. So like, we're just sitting. We're just sitting. I think we were dropping <laughs> anchor or something. I don't know what they were doing, but. Yeah, it was. Uh, we're just we're just milling about, probably right. really close to Miami right now. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're we're landing there tomorrow morning. Yep. Um, so just so people know, if they want to go on it, what's the other stuff they can do? There's a gym on board. There's all these other activities. There's yeah, drinking there's, games. There's drinking games. There's bingo <laughs> with uh, you know. There's bands hosting bingo, so you get to see you know like your some of your favorite bands just up there calling bingo numbers. Right. And, and they do meet and greets. All the they bands. Do meet and greets. Yeah. They'll sign whatever you want them to sign. They will. You'll meet them. They'll sign it. You know, it's, it's a it's a cool thing. And the, and the best part about it is is like the bands actually walking around the ship. Yeah. You know. I've been seeing them in the gym. There. And it's just like, you know, after, like, the first day, you're kind of starstruck, you know. It's like, oh, that's yeah. you know, so-and-so from that band. Then by the fourth day, you're walking by, oh, there's hey, what's up, buddy? Again. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, old friends. Right. I saw some guy dressed in a chicken suit today. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what, what that was about. Yeah, he's in the band I got coming up next. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what was it for? Is he going to wear that on stage? or No, nah, yeah, he was just... Uh, was he in one of the drinking games? Yeah, he was doing the, uh, the Bloody Mary, uh, Bloodies and Bingos. Uh, yeah, Bloody Mary drinking bingo. Oh, God. Yeah, I slept through that. I can't. Those days behind me. It was a good time. No more day drinking for me. (laughs) Those days. So um, where can people go to sign up and learn? Is therockboat.com? I think it's therockboat.com. The easier way is probably just to go to uh, sixthman.net, S-I-X-T-H-M-A-N.net, and it's got all of the uh, the events on there, Um, and you can just click on the links and go to the websites, and yeah. So how do the... um, Prices work. I mean, do they, I think I saw the cheapest for the trip was maybe around seven fifty or something. Yeah, that that all honestly, I'm not 100 percent sure how they come up with that. Um, it it depends a lot on how many days the cruise is, yeah. and then also the ports, like where we're going. Um, so and, and also what kind of cabin you're looking for. Yeah, you've got interior cabins. You've got like you know ones with a little porthole. Yeah, I'm down in the windows. steerage. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you're down the crew cabins. You're sharing with yeah. Uh, yeah. I can listen to Graham talk about his balcony all day. I'm like, what? And they do have balconies. And some of these, like, they have a couple suites on this one that are, like, really nice. Mm-hmm. Like, nicer than, you know, any place I've ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> Is there one um, band that, if you could do 
a dream cruise with any band, what would it be? Oh, it already happened, man. 311. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's my favorite band ever. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, perfect for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're starting tomorrow, right? Starting tomorrow. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be on that one this year. No? <laughs> of all the ones you want to wear, you're uh, not going to be on that one? I know. That's what everybody says. They're like, what? Yeah. You don't, get a, you don't get to pick it? They just... Well, I, I kind of chose not to be on that one this year. Like, it's mine and my wife's favorite band, mm -hmm. and she wasn't able to get off work. And like, we've oh. been to the same number of 311 shows. And if any, if any 311 fans <laughs> understand, it's what like I'm you've saying. seen a movie without her. You, exactly. you can't see them without. And me. I can't come back and be like, it was so. It was awesome. the best. Like, like we played, partied with them all night. Yeah, they played this song, that song. They've never played this one, but they played it for us. <laughs> and like, I couldn't put myself through that, so I was like, just. Take me off that one. Yeah. Graham says that one sells out completely. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. So how how far in advance do people have to like book the rock boat and? You know, I think they go on sale usually close to a year in advance. When does the lineup get set? Lineup gets set. That's a good question. They kind of they kind of roll them out like they you know obviously Sister Hazel and then they'll slowly kind of confirm bands and like you know send emails to all the people that have booked like hey congratulations you know. Uh, you know, we got these four bands on, you know, and everybody gets excited, and then, you know, they'll announce four more bands like a couple months <laughs> later, and like, you know, it, it kind of builds excitement. So that's kind of how they do that. Okay, if uh, if you have to say that it was a philosophy of the rock boat, why it started, what what would that be? What was the purpose behind all this? I would say just uh, it seems like a unity type thing, you know, just a bunch of people gathering around music that they love bands that they you know enjoy and uh and and connect with and then uh and then just you know it, there's nothing nothing says unity like being on a ship with you know fans of your favorite band for four days because like you know you're you're all like-minded people in that way so you've already got that icebreaker so like you know a lot of these people made friends there was a there was a lady in the in my room last night one of the bands asked a question, like, how long have you been married or whatever? And, like, they, they'd been married for 10 years and they met on the first rock boat. So, like, you know, <laughs> you know, they met and then a couple years later they got married and now they have kids and stuff. And it's like, you know, that, those kind of stories are cool. So it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a cool gathering of people. All right, man. Well, that's Matt Bannister, everybody. And you want to plug your band again? Yeah, yeah. Sunset Love Affair. Uh, you can follow <laughs> him on Twitter, at uh, Sunset Lovin'. And, uh, and I have my own personal Twitter account, at Matt Bannister, B-A-N-N-I-S-T-E-R. Right. If you want to see some comedy in the Atlanta area, yeah, what yeah. are the clubs you work there? Uh, Laughing Skull, uh, the Basement Theater. I love that little place. It's very cool. <laughs> and, uh, and the Improv. All right. Well, I get to bring you up tonight. We're going to rock this joint. I hope so. You ready? Yeah. You pumped? I am pumped. All right, good. Let's do this. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thank you.